Hello and welcome to episode 86 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And with me, as always, over in the USA, is Kareen. Hello. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good, good, good. Nice sunny afternoon here, so we're off to a good start. Today, folks, we are going to talk about sort of non-planner things that are associated with or fit in to your actual planner. Um, almost as if you're sort of turning your planner into a, the equivalent of the, the Swiss army knife, as it were, <laughs> of um, yeah. things to the, the, the sort of, you know, naturally go together, you know, for your everyday usage, as it were. Um, and, you know, the, the planner might be the hub of things, but, you know, we all have to have other things as well. Well, initially, I think we were going to call this episode the episode in which Ian Dawes doesn't get commission because <laughs> this this was sparked by Mr. Ian Dawes himself with this just this blatantly nonchalant post about this battery pack that had happens to have holes punched into it that fit into a personal sized planner. And so I saw this and my eyeballs popped out of their sockets and I said, where did you get that thing? And sure enough, he linked it. I think I'll send you the link, Steve, so we can mm. link to this Emmy power, power blade bank thing. Uh, yes, yes, there is such a thing. You can charge your phone out of your planner. And then it occurred to us that perhaps we should, in fact, do, if not the Swiss Army knife, but at least the 007Q branch. Um, what what would happen if Q decided to come up with a planner for for Bond, right? What what, what would that look like, and what piece what moving pieces would be in it? <laughs> yeah, it's a good way of putting it. You know, the, the sort of hidden, you know, the hidden compartments within the organizer. <laughs> well, because we're all we're all quite keen on putting paper in there, but it's true. It's like what else can we use our planners for? And ultimately, this discussion is leading us into realizing that contextualizing our lives and putting our lives in categories allows us to see what we need. Mm. If, if we don't take a moment to review and see what we're missing or what we need and what we are using, then how can we ever know what's missing? Mm -hmm. We know something's off, but what's off? And so I think the, one of the best ways to do that is to take a personal inventory and and sort of have a slice of every part of your moving life each one of those slices has a purpose right so mm. you don't use like i was just telling steve he wouldn't use his little pouch that he has for french class that includes his notebook and whatever else he takes mm. with him he wouldn't take that with him when he's traveling internationally it's not it doesn't make sense there's no sense to carrying french notes with you traveling outside france i suppose yeah. <laughs> unless it's francophone africa or something that yeah. you quickly flip through the pages and try to say something clever <laughs> I, I should of course but I, I i'm i hasten to add that i don't but there we go yeah yeah it, it really all comes down to sort of you know, there's this wonderful um, theme or hashtag that you'll see used a lot, most mainly on sort of Instagram and other places called Everyday Carry, you know, EDC. You know, what is your everyday carry? What is, you know, what do you go out the house with every day? 
you know, or on a typical day, or what do you go out with if you go to work, or what do you go to, you know, if you do an evening class, what do you take there, uh, and so on. Now, some people, and I don't know anyone specific, I'm not thinking of anyone specific, they take exactly the same thing. They, they carry huge tote bags or whatever, which has got everything in. It's almost, you know, right, because you never know, almost, I might need, I might need that one need, day, right? Yeah. The, the bag and the bag, of course, is a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside than it is the out, of course. <laughs> so they could almost sort of climb in there and come out with such and such. There was an advert recently where this, you know, this young lady was sort of pulling things out of this bag, and she sort of dive in and produce all sorts of things. It was quite like amusing, a Mary really, Poppins carpet at. bag, was it? Yeah, exactly. Yes, that sort of uh, thing. But you can sort of go a little bit too far with that not everyone um uses huge bags i tend to try and um use as small as possible because the damn things just get too heavy otherwise and so i've developed this thing over time of you know reducing to the bare minimum that amount of stuff i carry and it's still ridiculous the sort of things that i end up carrying with me these days you know two pairs of glasses a pair of sunglasses it just goes on and on and on and on there's no way i can carry all this lot in my pocket so that's why i started using a bag sort of thing um you know a planner is in there somewhere but it's how you sort of make you know bring these things together in such a way that if you do need to be able to swap things out quickly, we all develop little either routines or I use small, very sort of small lightweight sort of zip pouches and things that can contain, you know, a sort of collection of things like wallet, you know, car documents, um, you know, spare battery pack or whatever. And that can just literally flip from one bag to another with with no need to sort of you know take out five things from one bag and put five things into a, right. a different bag um but and that's compartmentizing right i yeah. mean you, you're really just putting together what you need for that specific mm. motion or or slice of life yeah and it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same so in other words you could end up carrying an encyclopedic version of a planner that mm. has all the information in there but what's the point if you're hardly ever using it yeah. And I think that's that's what we're trying to say here is so so let's let's take the list for example. What are in fact some non paper goods that you could carry in your planner, Steve? I have well, my list. I'll see if you match mine. Well, pens is an obvious one, isn't it? You know, people use you know if you're color coding and what have you, you're going to need more than two pens unless you're using a multicolor pen, of course, which has got say three or four colours in the one pen. But then it's a fairly chunky right. item, isn't it? Might not fit into your average um, pen loop. So right. sometimes it's it might be easier. And those things are infuriating and annoying if one of the one particular colour runs out <laughs> on you halfway through a day sort of thing um, because the size of the refills isn't that big. So you might want to use ordinary size pens and you might end up carrying sort of a small collection of pens around with you but of course to to actually do that on you know a typical planner and what have you you might need some sort of pen pouch or a, a simple zip pouch where you can lay your pens in there sort of side by side so they don't take up that much you know thickness or right space. they lay flat 
Yeah. So it's not going to be a big, you know, round bunch sort of thing. It's if the if they'll if the the card or whatever you use has got elasticated dividers in there, you could just slot them in, sort of thing. Quite easy to make, I would think, as well. Right. Um, I, I like the pouches for the A5s, for example. That mm. sort of plays out a little better when I'm color coding because I tend to use more than six colors. Mm-hmm. And I I it, I like the fact that it doesn't take up too much space, but it takes up enough space to fill the empty gap, or or, or the or the gap that exists between where the paper stops and the planner starts. There's usually like a, a th- maybe fifteen degree angle of mm. space, and I like that the pens usually end up keeping that planner intact and level with with where it ought to be. I think. Some of these pens, of course, they come in, in in a plastic little plastic pouch anyway, don't they? So right, right. With a little flip you cover. You can just punch holes of, in that. Yeah, you either punch holes in it or get a piece of plastic and literally glue the tape thing, tape it, tape yeah. it, whatever, to the back of it, and punch holes in that piece of plastic so you've then right. you know, adapt the thing to fit. Um, <clears throat> right. So pens. Pens is the yeah. obvious one, of course. Stickers and things for not necessarily for decoration but for for indicating uh, appointments different types of appointments holidays that type of thing um yeah you're gonna need if you are use you do use that sort of thing and we've advocated using that because it saves paper space rather than saying you know if you write the word holiday down but if you've just got a, a particular colored dot that you use for holidays of course that takes up less space on the page doesn't it so if you're using, you know, a pocket or, you know, a small planner, you you know, every sort of square centimetre on the page is valuable. So you need to look at sort of how you save. Well, yeah, um, those post-it space. notes or those, mar- sorry, market notes is what it yeah. was. Uh, visually, if you have seven days of market mm. dots looking at you versus writing holiday seven times or drawing arrows across the board i think it gives it gives my brain anyway a very quick idea of how long i'll be somewhere so Mm. i can sort of map out the days visually map out the days in my brain um there's interestingly enough steve carries around decaf packets with him and i as the american carry around tea bags with me so that's <laughs> i found that to be <laughs> isn't it right forget about boston what tea party <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i i find very often i'm in places where i can have a hot cup of water and i don't want to have their usual black tea that's served everywhere mm. i like to carry my own and i think that's a lovely two or three sachets of tea don't take up a lot of space mm. and, and that's one of the things i carry um wallet definitely i have one of my planners completely dedicated to be a wallet there's not an ounce of paper in there Mm. it's just cards one thing we mentioned earlier was um headed note paper if you need to write a letter whilst you're um away from home sort of thing or if you go to visit someone and they happen to um not be at home that day you can at least write a quick note and stick it through their letterbox, and you've got they've then got all your contact information on there somewhere. Um, to um, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, and you know, possibly a, 
a couple of envelopes as well. Postage stamps is another thing people tend to... Postage stamps and envelopes I keep in my planner. And yeah. I fold them up. I don't mind if they're folded because they're going to get mailed either way. It's no no worries. No, no problem, is it? Um, I used to... Um, the trouble... The, in UK, you can have um, a sort of a first-class stamp, which doesn't actually have the value of the stamp, but it knows you've you've paid for the thing for a first class postage service or for second class mm -hmm. whichever so the actual period you keep those stamps for doesn't really matter because you paid for them when the um first class postage was whatever it was at the time so yeah that, we have the that, equivalent here it's called a forever stamp yeah where you've paid the current value of the postage That's but right. the value lasts forever yep but you might want to <clears> use them up occasionally because you know i, I suspect the because um, a lot of them are self-adhesive these days aren't they they've got uh, adhesive yeah. on the back of them that might give up over time so you might well, if you're if you're ian dawes you're going to be carrying around a battery pack yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and posting photos of you charging your digital product through an analog <laughs> out of an analog device right that was that was a game changer for me <laughs> um a sort of an oddity you might want to carry somewhere a small um, repair kit, as in, you know, cotton threads, um, needle, and, you know, maybe a button or two, and the odd safety pin for the odd uh, clothing emergency. <laughs> just just nick them from the hotels. They got, offer you little sewing exactly, kits. Exactly, yeah, in a little, little cardboard thing. They pop in a sort of planner pocket very easily, I would think. Well, in my in my work bag that I carry when I know I'm going specifically to meet with a client, I've got three different pouches and they're three different colors. So I know exactly what goes in every pouch. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I keep in my blue little pouch are the tools, stapler, ruler, glue stick, stickers, um, mm -hmm. a, a, what do you call those? Uh, staple removers. I have yeah. a little magic one because amazingly, I do need these things. Mm. And it's nice to know that I keep a checklist for them as well. Checklists mm. live in my planner. So when I'm leaving, I check my checklist to see if I've got everything in the mm -hmm. pouches. Or when I come back from a business trip, I check again to make sure that those have been replenished and I don't have to think about them. When I pack them again, I can just throw them in my bag and off I go. So that might be another thing to keep in your planner that's a non-paper item. I do laminate those, by the way. Right. And uh, because they don't change very often. No. And it's just, it, it would get ruined every time I flip mm. through it. The pages would actually wear out. So that's one of the things that I use. Keys, we said. Yeah. Right? You can keep your keys if, in there. If you or spare are, key. Yeah, maybe a spare um, house key or something like that. Just no key ring, not labeled as to what it is or anything right. like that. Just the, Do you remember in the Jim Belushi movie about filofaxes? What was it called? The taking care of business. Or uh, taking care like of that. business. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Um, his secretary uh, had prepared his file facts for him, and in it she had taped in there this the key to the apartment that he was or the house that he was going to be checking into, and she had his itinerary in there and all of that. So the key was part of the thing. When he lost his file facts, everything went <laughs> up in the air, <laughs> so to say. If you are a um fountain pen user of course you could carry um a couple of spare um ink cartridges you know they're quite small aren't they as long as the, the only risk with that of course is if 
if your planner gets squeezed a little bit too hard, they could <laughs> suddenly <laughs> pop. So maybe not such a good idea to put it on the inside. It might be sort of, you know, in a sealed Ziploc bag of some description um, just to save the day, if should there be any leaks. Sort of <laughs> right, so don't give that to anyone at a planner con to squeeze for you. <laughs> oh, I like your planner, it's so nice. Oh, being everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but that might go on your checklist for a daily commute to work. Yeah. And so depending on the level of squeeziness that your planner experiences during the day, <laughs> you may want to uh, articulate a checklist for that specific need. And I think this is part of the game that we're talking about here is being able to create the contexts in your life that allow you to understand why you have 10 of whatever it is that you have. If you find that you have multiples of things, is it because you're using them in two separate places? Is it because mm. you keep losing one? And so creating these contexts and saying context of work, for example, mm. or context of uh, fun. One of my mm. categories in my context is fun. When we go out to have fun, I like to have certain things. I like to have a picnic blanket with us, right? In case mm. we're going to go sit somewhere. I like to be able to have, so there's extra spare socks in case we put our feet in the water, right? All of these things can exist outside the home. They can live in the car because mm. that's, we're never going to take them, right? Unless they need to be washed, mm. they don't need to come back into the house. So creating context for yourself in within your planner, I think allows you to understand how to contextualize your planner and everything else around mm. it. So if you do want to create, for example, a three ring binder for the house, that's not, maybe it's mm. not a planner. Maybe you need bigger space for a planner. Imagine the pouch sizes that could fit in there and mm. what other elements might be able to get stashed away. So for example, mm. important documents or copies of important documents for uh, emergency storm season. If you want mm -hmm. to be able to leave the house quickly, you have all of these things with you. And that's the quote unquote planner or filofax for the house that you can use. And now that's been contextualized and all the things that belong in there are listed on an index or a checklist. And you can get on with not having to worry about or not having mm -hmm. to think about where these things will live and why you have duplicates. One thing people might be getting concerned about is the, you know, the, the, the size of if the actual planner if you're going to start adding all these extra things to it but mm. i came across and i can't remember the name of them now typical of me but i will add it to the show notes some pouches that were being readily used by a lot of people in the planner community already you know the name begins with d or dell or something like that. i can't can't remember the, the full name of it now but these pouches were brilliant because you could actually get them in an A5 size. You could so you could put an A5 uh -huh. planner inside the pouch itself, and on the outside of the pouch there were extra pockets as well. So the thing becomes okay, yeah, it becomes bigger, but it's got all the these little extras that you may need. The accoutrement. Yeah, so accessories and what have you. You could carry those with you um, fairly easily. Um, I think mostly a Japanese brand, I think. Um, was it Daiso? Some may have been them, not entirely sure. Um, let me see if I can quickly find it, because I think I put um, one of these things in my sort of list on 
Amazon for a future purchase, as it were, or potential, just to see what... That's what, another thing, by the way, lists of future purchases. I know yeah. Amazon keeps track of these things, but if you'd like to have... And I know we're getting into the... We're sneaking into the... Uh, rolling curve here of writing things down on paper. And I know we said non-paper items. People were starting to talk about how you can put makeup palettes in your planner and so on. I don't know if that would work for me, but it may work for you. And maybe if you get one of those uh, rubberized planners, like Mm. the um, dominoes, right? They come Mm. in a rubberized texture. That might be a wonderful way for a makeup artist to quickly open up a series of palettes, if especially if they're hole punched. My goodness, mm. that would probably be. Also, I've seen um, who was it? Teresa, I think. Teresa Hall told me that she keeps a set of watercolors. Yeah. So um, if you're, I think there was a set of watercolors journaling. that you can, in fact, yeah, mm. uh, clip to your to your planner. Yeah, it's Delphonics is the name of the brand. D e l f o n i c s. It, it and they they come in a variety of sizes, lots of different colours as well, sort of thing. I'm pretty sure they're possibly Japanese. I'm not sure, but um, that's just one of the things. But you can go into any sort of small, you know, Muji sell little pouches for travel oh, yeah. and stuff. I uh, use I, them. I, look at these, Steve. I'm, I'm holding yeah. up to the camera this little pen pouch yeah. you can't see. These are Martha Stewart uh, pouches that yeah. are mesh, but they're reinforced mesh. Yeah. And they're color-coded. So they're literally the size of just the pens that I keep in mm. here. Or you can get a large... And they come in sets of three or four. I can't remember. But they work fabulously for me. And I'd, I'd rather, much rather have all of my peripherals and uh, uh, equipment that I need for my planner together and have a larger package mm. than having to have just the planner and not have any of the pieces and think, well, what's the point of carrying this thing around mm. if I'm not going to be using it when I get to where I'm going? Yeah, exactly. That's my sort of, you know, sort of idea behind, you know, over time I've trimmed down as much as I can but and then sort of looked at what I sort of I've been carrying around with me in addition to my planner sort of thing and then started to slightly sort of edge upwards to till I get sort of right this sort of pouch bag or whatever is the sort of the, the limit of what I actually want to sort of carry with me which I can just grab and go to the shops or wherever I'm going sort of thing on a regular basis um another sort of angle is some of the you know some of these um final facts did a series of um ipad organizers where it's got an a5 organizer and a slot for an ipad or similar sort of tablet and i bought one for use at a conference a couple of years back and i found it brilliant because it's got smallish rings in the thing, so it's it doesn't it's not too bulky in that sense. But yeah, I had yeah. my iPad available as well, which was good because I had so much um stuff happening electronically at the same time that I could um you know, still work in that sense as well as on paper. That you know, the two together worked quite well together sort of thing. So it's been well, I found my Kindle fits in a few of the A- A5s. Yeah. And my phone fits in the pocket, for example, of the Giulio Mia Cara. My phone mm. fits in that main yeah. pop- popper pocket. 
uh, and there's a ver- variety of technology that we could carry mm. with this, including earbuds or, or yeah. I mean, have you have you ever been able to do that? I would include it in part of my pouches. I wouldn't include it in the planner no. itself, but it would go. And so, for example, I think what we need to discuss, Steve, is that the everyday carry changes based on what you're doing every day. Mm. So the everyday carry for day to day when you're home and you're not traveling is one thing. And mm. then again, it changes for you, let's say, when you're going to French class. Yeah. And then again, the everyday carry for you would change if you're on your way to the airport mm. versus once you're in country. And so all of these, I think, would be a nice way to encapsulate them within the tabs of a planner. I think that's what the tabs are. They yeah. contextualize so what you're trying to accomplish in the planner. Your planner yeah. changes, but also what yes. you're carrying with your planner changes as well. And if yes. you can sort of get them into different things so you can say oh i don't need that bit that pouch right. comes out and a different one goes in it's a, a very simple way of of um organizing you know keeping organized always having everything that you absolutely need without overburdening yourself by carrying everything with you at any one time and it does take some time to set up it does take mm. quite a lot of thought actually to be able to think about what what goes in those pouches and how to remember what's in those pouches yeah. so that you're not doubling up on which pouches you're taking mm. with you. And I, I think the pouches themselves represent the tabs in this case, so that yeah. if we could draw a parallel. And, and so it would be one thing to say, well, I need 15 cords with me or I need only three cords with me. And it really has to do with where it is that you're going and what you're trying to accomplish once you get there. So to create the pouch system, and quote unquote the tab system for your outside the planner thinking would require a little bit of thought and organization which i think would be best done on paper mm. <laughs> i mean we've come full circle in the conversation but to to know what's in those pouches and then to be able to consistently reach for those particular uh mod- modulations right mod- modular mm. systems that would allow you to pick what you need for this places mm. that you're going to be and and not double up and say find out when you've gotten there that you have 14 cords and no no bricks no nothing mm. to plug in with right i mean what's the point of that so so i would urge you all if you want to get a, a kickstart on this is try seeing how first of all how many pouches you have running amok in your home yeah. collect them all in one place and then see which ones would work for for various purposes what can you travel with which are waterproof and so on the the um you know, Ziploc bags is a good place to start. I love those. Because they're cheap and cheerful, aren't they? But they they hold things securely. And you can punch holes in them if you're using a ring-bound organiser and slot them in easy as that sort of thing. And you can Sharpie marker all over them and put yeah. your contents on them. And quite a or lot of, you know, the, you know, the freezer bags have like a, a panel to write on anyway, don't they? So Sure, sure. And they're yeah. quite thick, aren't they, the yeah. freezer bags? They're quite so that actually... Tough. People are using the freezer bags now to, uh, instead of packing cubes, mm. you can actually use them instead of. Um, mm. And I think I think that's lovely because you don't have to spend a fortune trying to buy packing cubes when something, like you said, cheap and cheerful will do. Mm. Um, one, of, one of the most important things that I have is, for example, on my business trips, I know that I'm going to need a mouse with me. I know that I'm going to need my phone, which needs an extra battery because we Mm. do credit card transactions when I'm on business trips. There are certain things that I need that I do not need when I'm traveling for fun. 
I mm. don't need to be doing credit card transactions when I'm out sailing, for example. No. That's a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I would need hats and sunscreen and um, all mm. these other things. So why not create those checklists in advance and be able to have an everyday carry page, for mm. example, in your planner and then refer to your planner, much like you would have a three, five or seven day packing list. Yeah, which is what I, you don't no, need, right? I'm a great believer in those packing lists because... You know, you only need to forget one item sometimes now. And, <laughs> you know, you know, you might have taken your laptop with you, but if you've forgotten the particular adapter or lead or something that takes the charger for the local socket, you're, you can be potentially, you know, I've got a, a very expensive paperweight with you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it, it sort of leads you sort of when you sort of sit back and think about it, um, you know, there are all sorts of possibilities. Um, just, just requires a bit of thought and you can adapt some of these ideas that we've shared with you today to fit your, um, you know, your own particular circumstances um, fairly easily. Now, there's no w- one answer to all of these things. We all do different things, but um, I'm sure we can all sort of refine um, what we're carrying with us, you know, to improve um, our productivity and all the rest of it. Anyway, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me lurking at Instagram as Karin Tovmasyan or on Facebook at Planarology or Throat Punch Resumes and probably bothering Mr. Filofaxi. Oh, why not? And you'll find me as usual in at filofaxi.com travelersnotebooktimes.com and it's Mr. Filofaxi on Instagram and don't forget folks if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to like it subscribe to it and share it and of course we always welcome reviews on iTunes if you use that uh, format for listening to these wonderful um, half hourly segments of fun Anyway, take care.